and so as, as things have been flying around, are there any questions that people yeah. have? So, so let me understand. When you write a note, what? When you write a note, is there a way to save it in a? You can't save it in a folder, right? You can. Oh, you can. With okay. both devices, you can create folders. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure. Venkatesh can tell me. I know there there is there are limits on the Braille me in that you can actually create up to three layers of folders, but you can't save in the in the inner layer. But you can save in the outer two. Okay. Okay. Vintage, is there any limit on the on the number of nested folders you can have on your? There is no limit on the uh, number of folder levels or, or layers, and uh, there's also uh, no limit on the length of the file name. When you create a file, it will automatically save it, and by default, uh, I'm talking about the reader. By default, it will use the first few letters of the of whatever you typed into the file as a name. The Braille does the same, and then you are of course free to rename it at, at any time. But it will save it automatically. There's also no limit on the orbit reader and the length of the file, the size of the file that you can create or edit. Yeah. No, there's no limit. But if if files are a deal to you, there's there is a there there is a much larger feature set in terms of what you can do with files and and and, and how you can operate with files on on the Orbit Sling than there is on the Braille. Any other questions? Going once, going twice. We're going to. Yeah. Hey Ralph, can you can you grab my orbit reader from whoever has it? Because I want to give it to Vic test. Yes. Could you save it 
no. No, because because remember, remember, there is no Wi-Fi in this device. There's only a YouTube connection. But if let's 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 take a slightly different question though. Let's suppose that you went to um, Kindle or iBooks. If you if you either bought or went to a free iBook on your iPhone, you could read it with your Braille display in grade two. But you wouldn't, you can't download it, but you can read it. Yeah, so, so what Vinkitesh says is correct. If, if you, if, if you can if you can download it onto it onto your computer, yeah, then yeah, you yeah. can copy it onto your SD card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. connect it to the phone, um, you have to read it there, and uh, and there isn't there isn't a way to transfer directly from your iPhone to right. um, to either Braille display. In what? In Kindle? Yes. Oh, you can you can set the setting so it automatically does it. On the orbit? No. In Kindle. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the subject is officially over. So. Yep. So we are now calling to order the business meeting and give Ralph the other mic. And I'm not sure how much power it has, Ralph, but, and it's off now because I wanted to conserve power. Yes. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Mr. Ralph, here you are. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, the first item on our business meeting agenda is minutes. Um, Mr. President, sir, you know that we call this meeting to order at 310 local time, and the minutes were distributed in the 2019 spring summer issue of the DRL memorandum. I would like to make a motion that we accept the minutes as distributed from the 2018 annual business meeting. Second. It has been moved and seconded. Discussion? Anything anybody wants to change? There weren't any pictures in there of me, so you can't expunge me. <laughs> so, um, any other discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Those opposed? The minutes are approved. Um, Ms. Jane Ralph is gonna bring you a mic, and you're up. It has it, yes. Oh. Okay, uh, treasurer's report. I've done this in two pieces because since we run on a calendar year, um, I did um, uh, July through December of 2018 and January through June of 2019. So I figured that would be the best way to do it. Um, the first report uh, from July through December of 2018, um, the beginning balance on July 1st, 2018 was 10,050 $10,051.04, and 
Do you want the, the breakdown of the income and expenses, the whole thing? I don't think we need it unless, unless somebody wants it. Okay, well, the ending balance, the ending balance on December 31st, 2018 was $10,570.26. And then the second report from January through June, the beginning of balance, of course, was $10,570.26. And the ending balance on June 30th, 2019 is $10,630.65. Yeah, if anybody wants more details, you know, feel free. Uh, we had, I think as of this morning, before I got all the new members, we had 203 members. Now we have like 210. So people have been coming through the woodwork here. This is fun. So that's it. Is it possible to give dues to you before we leave here today? Sure. Absolutely. Okay, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we hope you will. I will. Absolutely. Mr. President, I'll make a motion we accept the treasurer's report as presented. Is there a second? Second, second? Second, second. Thank you. Is there, is there discussion, questions? I have a question. Yes.
that BRL affiliate in Illinois actually um, ended up being the place from which uh, our representative to the board was elected. So Camille Caffarelli has been our board rep for the last year. Uh, as you guys know, we have a kind of a specific way of getting a, a rep from uh, our state affiliates. And, and we actually do it by a, a conference call where they get the option of choosing among themselves who's going to be their representative, which is really a pretty cool deal. Um, members of the board, in terms of major activities that we undertook during the year, what did I forget? No? Okay. Well, that's also true. As you know, we developed the game book last year, and if, if there are still some folks who haven't managed to buy a game book, we can still sell you one, but we can't give you one at the convention. But we would be glad to take your order for one. They are really cool books. They are, they are, they are games with Ralph. They are diabolically simple. Um, there are nine games in each book, and each book is ten bucks. There are nine games in each book because there are nine innings in a baseball game, you understand? Oh. I, knew, I knew Chris Seven wanted to go there. I've heard that before. Yes, you have. Um, and of course, Games with Ralph is coming up soon. Uh, are there other questions? With regard to our, with regard to my report, otherwise I would accept a motion to accept it. Thank you. Is there a second? There is. Now I should really ask if there's any more discussion. So I will. Any more discussion? <laughs> Hearing none. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Okay. There, there are a couple of pieces of business we need to do, um, and I screwed up, so I'm not quite sure how we're going to do one. Um, because I, I asked Judy to go up to the room and I, and I forgot to ask her to bring my um, note taker. Um, so so what, what I'm going to do is ask um, Ralph to give an editor's report and also he's chair of our Facebook committee. So I'd like him to talk about those things and I'm just going to tell you what else is on the agenda. Um, then I want to talk about the two resolutions that your your BRL board adopted, um, and uh, even if I don't read them, uh, I, I want to see if you will endorse the one that's left. And no, it'll take. I, I don't want to make you rush around. Would you please? All right. So let me let me invite Rob to talk about the Braille memorandum and talk about our Facebook page. Okay, the Braille Memorandum, as everyone knows, goes out twice a year. Uh, we've been very fortunate to have a wonderful proof leader in May Davis and uh, Associated Services for the Blind did a terrific job for us. So we met the deadlines and we hope that all our members received their our large print or email copy. I think everyone did it, haven't heard that anyone got left out. So. If anyone wants to submit an article for the Braille Memorandum, you can send it to me. Okay. Uh, send it to me at redbird26 at bellsouth.net. So 
For Chris 76, Redbird 26 means he's the 26th member of the roster. So now, Chris, you'll never forget his email address. He gets to play in double headers now. Yes. <laughs> If you have a post that you'd like to put up on our Facebook page, just send it to either, any of the four people that Ralph talked about. Right now, we, in order to create the, the, to keep the kind of Facebook page reasonably under control, we didn't make it possible for unlimited people to post on our wall. Um, so instead, um, we have us four who are editors, and if, if you send something you'd like to have posted, we would be glad to receive it and glad, and, and by and large, we'd be glad to put it up there. Uh, unless it's, you know, a, a, an unapologetic peon to the Boston Red Sox or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's my Facebook page reporting my memorandum report. Yeah. Okay, so um, we could probably talk about uh, your next report, which is a nominating committee report. Okay.
just today. And that is Lina Jones from Mississippi, Sherry uh, Smith from Missouri, Kelsey Nicolay from Ohio, and Rhonda Trot from Alabama. All of those are eligible to run for the board. That doesn't stop anyone from nominating anyone from the board if they so choose. But that's what the nominating committee came up with after all the information we received. So we have a choice in terms of how we can proceed. Um, if someone's minded, they can make a motion that we elect the slate as proposed. That, so there has been a motion that we do that. Is there a second to that motion? There is a second. Discussion? Uh, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Those opposed? Right, our elections are done. That's what I like. Eat your heart out, President Trump. <laughs> so, um, let's talk a little bit about um, conference calls. Um, during the, the last uh, six months, we've conducted three conference calls. Um, the first one was on the uses of Braille, um, and I've written some notes on that, which will be a part of our next uh, Braille memorandum issue. Um, our second um, conference call was on directions that folks thought that the Braille Revival League should go. Um, and we will talk a little bit about that in a while. Um, I did also take some notes um, during that call, um, and we'll publish an article. The third um, was our most successful in terms of numbers, and probably our most successful in, in terms of um, participation as well. For a conference call, it was pretty lengthy. It went on for two hours and eight minutes. Um, but it was a conference call um, that dealt pretty appropriately, I think, with Braille displays that were available for under $1,000. Um, the pros and the cons of the various ones and what they were and how they worked and what they did and what they didn't do. Um, it was kind of fun. Um, we had over 50 people on the call, which I thought was pretty good. And, um, and as moderator of the call, um, I, I've got to say that everybody was very polite. Uh, cat herding was easy. And so um, in um, August, uh, we're going to be doing our next uh, BRL conference call, and that's going to be on writing Braille with the iPhone. Um, our October call is going, I, we, we wrote this down in the plan to, to bring it, and I'm not sure I brought it. The October call is, uh, Ralph, do you remember? The October and December call. It'll come to me in a minute, I think. Um, I thought it was um, Braille No, I didn't yeah. think so, but maybe it was. We talked about that anyway. Yeah, it's okay. And what was the December? Yeah, we did. We did all three. And, and, and Ralph and I both wrote them down. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I know one of them was on notepaper. Yeah. And okay, so one was on notepapers. Hold on, I'm getting a message. I don't know if that's telling you what the call was. I forgot my key. 
And I kind of you're back. Goodness, good lady, thank you. Um, I will. Um, I'll certainly know by the time we do our conference call in August. Um, uh, it is. It it is the third Wednesday of every other month. And for those of you who are interested, is library our library without calls are the third Wednesday of every other month. It was not. Same time as what? What for? Yes, it was. But 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 the forum Solar Space. You know, we we announced that um, in in the memorandum. We put out emails as early as January, and I didn't think it was fair for us to cancel it. At the beginning of the call, I asked the folks who were there whether they wanted me to cancel and reschedule for the next Wednesday. I was prepared to do that. And folks said no. So. So, uh, anyway, on the 17th, we'll be up to scratch um, in terms of what our, um, what our resolutions are. Um, in terms of this convention, as you guys heard, um, I'm acting as delegate for DRL, and you can find me in Florida. Uh, Judy Jackson is acting as alternate, uh, and you can find her in Florida. And Judy Jackson went to the nominating committee, and if you don't like it, it's too late. Because she's already been. There wasn't any Yeah, but there were no contested elections, so um, she didn't cast your vote inappropriately. Well, I think it's possible we could have a board of publications position as well. So if folks, um, if folks can think of uh, individuals who they think would be good for either of those things, um, I would urge you to urge them to run and then to talk to everybody else about how cool it would be if they did. Um, so let me begin to talk about resolutions and then I can read you the one that's left. Um, library users and DRL um, last year introduced two resolutions that passed at the ACB level. I really think it's important that we continue to do that. Now, if there's nothing wrong with the world, then there's no need to do resolutions. Or if there's nothing that we want to make better, then there's no need to do resolutions. But when that happens, um, Jesus would be back. And I don't think we need to worry about that happening anytime soon. At least I don't think so. Um, so where we are, where we are is um, we, we, we created a committee in library users that took a look at uh, resolutions, and they both actually indirectly had to do with Braille. I'm going to tell you about the one that we withdrew, and I'm going to tell you why we withdrew it. Um, and there are those who think that we shouldn't have withdrawn it, but should have rewritten it in a different way. And that may be the case. If it is the case, 
um, and you tell me it is the case, um, it isn't too late because I've already submitted the resolution. Um, so anyway, thank you. Well, I'm not gonna read yet. So the, the, the initial resolution had to do with the American Printing House and the way that the Orbit Reader was handled by APH. Um, at the time when we wrote the resolution, what APH had said is that they were going to see selling the Orbit Reader. Um, and we thought that was pretty obnoxious. Um, so we essentially wrote a resolution um, that, that was really quite gentle when it, when it was a Lua resolution, but it came to the BRL board and got less gentle. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but what essentially it said is, um, how dare you? Um, you know, the, the Orbit Reader is, um, it is not only a pretty good device, but selling it through APH enables quota funds to be used, which means that school districts that don't have enough money to afford Braille displays can actually buy this one for their kids. Um, and without quota funds, they can't. Um, so, um, you know, we, won't, we, 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 we have real problems with what you've done um, and you need to stop. And we've asked the president and of ACB to arrange a meeting that would include BRL and Lua uh, with the head of APH to talk about this. Um, so two weeks ago or so, um, or less, uh, APH put a, a message out uh, that essentially says what we described earlier today, which is that they're gonna sell the Orbit Reader, uh, but they're gonna sell it for $6.99, and they're not going to service it, but in fact, it's gonna be serviced by Orbit Research. So essentially, um, they're selling it, though they don't say this, they're selling it for $100 more than Orbit Reader is, and they're not providing any service. They claim they will continue to service and support all of the, the Orbit Readers that were bought before June, um, but I don't quite get that, but anyway. So, um, because they, they were no long, because they were, it was now available for quota funds and so on, um, I withdrew the resolution. The second resolution that we wrote, and then I'll read in a minute, um, also was strengthened by, um, by the BRL board. Um, when we met, it was originally a Lua resolution and it has to do with the process um, that's being undertaken by the National Library Service to select a company that will build the prototypes and uh, um, samples of the Braille display that they will propose to adopt um, as a potentially free Braille display, assuming that everything goes well over the next little while. Um, and um, nothing has significantly changed um, at, at the moment. So um, what I will do is read you that resolution. Um, it was endorsed by the board and has now actually um, been adopted uh, by the ACB Resolutions Committee. Um, if you guys tell me that you don't like it, you don't want it, 
um, we can take BRL's name off, but that's probably the only impact that we can have at this point. Now it's BRL. So I'm going to um, get to the resolution. Draft mail. There it is. Yeah. Come on, you can do this. <coughs> Getting past the title and the headings at the top. Whereas the American Council of the Blind has applauded the work of a consortium of international and American organizations whose efforts and finances led to the development, manufacture, and marketing of the Orbit 20 Braille displays, and whereas all Braille displays available prior to its emergence were very expensive to purchase, difficult and expensive to repair, tended to fail frequently, and were quite fragile, and whereas at the heart of the requirements of the consortium of organizations was an expectation that the device produced would be inexpensive to produce, cheap to repair, and more durable than existing rail displays. And whereas it was precisely because this device became available that the National Library Service, NLS, was impelled to consider the possibility of making a braille display available to its uh, patrons. And whereas, it appears that the contract to develop prototype devices and initial devices for trial will be awarded to companies who produce traditional displays uh, with the frailty, expensive repair, and absence of modular construction which is precisely what the consortium aimed to avoid. Now, therefore, be it resolved that this organization is deeply concerned over what appears to be a decision that runs counter to the core value that the recent history of Braille display development encourages. And be it further resolved that this organization continues its support of the innovation which has led to the development of two new and inexpensive technologies embodied by both the Orbit Reader 20 and the Braille Me Braille displays. And be it further resolved that this organization instructs ACB's representative to the Reading Technology Advisory Group, RTAD, an advisory committee of NLS, to forward the opinions embodied by this resolution to this group. And be it further resolved that this organization asks NLS to seriously consider the concerns raised by this resolution and instructs the president of ACB to work expeditiously in consultation with the leadership of Library Users of America and the Braille Revival League to arrange a meeting with the director of NLS to discuss our concerns. And be it further resolved that the president is hereby required to report to the ACB Board of Directors 
what results emerge from this meeting, and the board is hereby instructed to determine what additional steps ACB should take based on that report. And that's the resolution. Thank you, Mr. Ross. So, um, are people comfortable with it going forward? So would someone like to move endorsement by the membership of PRL? Thank you, Karen. Is there a second? Second by Chris Seven. Thank you, Chris. Any discussion? Well, I, I, sorry, here is what we know. And some of it, some of it didn't find its way into the, into the resolution. Here is what we know. There have actually been two iterations of this contract so far. The first iteration was, um, the first iteration was um, released last August. Um, and um, when, when it was determined uh, who should get the contract, uh, one of the three bidders objected that the contract was unfair. Um, that objection was upheld, uh, so it was rebid. Um, again, there were three bidders. Um, the contract was awarded jointly to two of the three bidders, and the third bidder filed an objection. Uh, that objection has yet to be finally upheld or rejected. Um, uh, but uh, we can infer from information that we have um, that the, the, the two bidders who will share uh, the contract are both producers of Braille cells which uh, are traditional. So that's what we know. Um, is there a way? I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think, and, and this is personal opinion, doesn't have anything to do with PRL. Um, I think we have spent we have spent 30 years um, using one technology for the production of braille. When when we suddenly create a little bit of incentive, two entirely different and new technologies emerge for for the production of braille display, um, which suddenly. Um, can, can, can make the production of Braille considerably less expensive. In, in, in other words, by factors of 10, less expensive. But the second thing that, that I think this demonstrates is that if these traditional folks are actually able to bid at the price 
this contract is at, it suggests something about the prices they've been charging us for the past 30 years. And, and I don't, I don't want to say what it suggests because it wouldn't be nice. Um, but but what, I, what, what I would say to you is if that's the case, it would concern me even more if they got the contract. Because if there is truth to what we can say about the price, then we've got to ask questions about the degree to which their actions have limited the spread of rail displays by charging prices that made them unaffordable by blind people. Nice person, Chris. I think I think that's I think that's a valid argument, um, and, and I and I think it would make some difference, um, but maybe not as much as that. But I, I I don't think it would make enough difference to persuade me that that there weren't two things going on, and the, and the two of them bother me. One of them is that, that the prices of rail displays were kept artificially high, and that bothers me. But the thing that may bother me more is the only way that the price could be kept artificially high was if there was collusion among the manufacturers. And if there was collusion among the manufacturers and the price was kept artificially high, then we as blind people have been taken for a ride that we don't deserve. Um, and somebody's going to have to convince me that's not the case because there's beginning to be a hell of a lot of evidence that suggests that it is. Okay. Um, yeah. I have a question. Sure. The, um, when the contract is negotiated, is there any way that GRL can be notified as to what the results are and the options? No, it, it, it will be... Um, it, the, the contract will be public information, so we, we, we will be able to find out. Um, it, it now appears they've backed off from the position that they've initially taken. So the device is, is apparently going to be less useful than we thought it might be. Um, in that I, I think it's going to have the Bluetooth capability, but my understanding is that the decision has now been taken that it will not have no taking ability. So um, that means that it's fundamentally different from both the Brandy and the Orbit Reader, which do have built-in notation capabilities. But Paul, we should once again, we cannot reach over our library of Congress to see with the, the audio works of what CBO do at Braille. You can't, oh, you can't record, so why should you be able to write? Right. Gotcha. Because Thank you, Karen. Except it's an arbitrary it's an arbitrary issue though, Karen, because if you're gonna allow Bluetooth into your telephone you can write anyway. Okay. Is there a, uh, are, is, is there any other discussion of this stuff?
John. Um, hold on for a second. We, we asked them, and, and, and they, they indicated they couldn't comment. Um, and I, I don't, I, I am not being critical of their failure to comment, and, and I'm not, but my, my position is, if we're going to do anything, and we've already decided that we are, if we're going to do anything, we, we have to do it now if we're going to have any, any impact at all, or, or the the horse will have left the barn. Do we need right. to put a, do we need to add a whereas clause that says that we did our due diligence by asking, uh, I agree. by asking uh, NLS to, to comment on this and that they told us that they could not, we don't have to say anything else but that, but I think we need to give um, the, I think we need to appear with our Make, make a motion to do that then. I make a motion that um, we <coughs> amend this resolution. Well, we're, we aren't going we to. Really it'll that be the resolution. That we add a whereas clause uh, in this resolution that says that we did contact, um, I, I don't know who we contacted, Karen Kinninger or whomever, um, that we contacted uh, the person at
there a second? So, um, open it for discussion. I think it would be pretty weird for DRL to not have a resolution that's just important about Braille to not have its name on it. And if we, if the comments were made, if we, if we did our due diligence, I don't know all these enough, but I can't foresee the resolution committee saying we can't put that in there. Discussion? Judy, I guess my, my concern in this whole thing
taking yourself out of out of the negotiating process too. Oh, I, don't, I don't think so. Because because if you're if you're not a part of the resolution, you're not a part of the solution. So, um, but 
The fact is that I think the resolutions that we passed last year and the resolutions we considered and passed this year indicate the degree to which there's still a need for BRL to exist and function. And I also think that we've demonstrated by our action that we care about Braille and that we're going to continue to fight to make it better. But if there are other things that we can do to make it better, it's up to you as our members to be sure that we as your board know precisely what those things are so that you tell us the fight you want us to fight for you. Having said that, uh, uh, are there other things that need to come before us before I entertain a motion to adjourn? No, um, we are. We're we're going to. Uh, uh, the, we passed a motion that asked me to take to the resolutions committee a request that we had a clause. Yes. No. No. Okay. Other issues. I would entertain. Is there a second? There is a second. Um, so I, I, I didn't do it, but I'd like to thank my board very much. I have the best board in ACB, and I'd like to thank the members, because I think I have the best members in ACB. So, um, so you guys, thank you very much for all you do. Um, it's, it's an honor to serve, and we are adjourned.